if they could hit that spot where they kind of get a little bit of a shiver down your spine. Because they're the biggest, it's not necessary because it's them. Anyway, yeah, it's, 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 like, no, it's about proportions. Hey, that's cool. You know, they give us a little bit of something now and we can finish it later. And you tell me you want some more, well, uh, I'm not surprised, but I'm quite sleepy. This episode of the Relics of War podcast is brought to you by Doghouse Systems. When you go to doghousesystems.com, if you buy a product, enter the coupon code RELICS and you'll get $25 off in Jinx merchandise. Oh yeah! That went way better than last time. Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Relics of War. Hey, everybody, welcome to Relics of War. What the? (laughs) Oh, okay. What's this about? You're not interrupting my intro (laughs) again, Ryan. Uh, You interrupted me last time. I'm not being interrupted again. I'm Tasha, damn it. I deserve to be heard. (laughs) Okay. Then go ahead. Hey, guys, I'm. I don't want to. You know, Taylor Swift's awesome and everything, but I thought Beyonce (laughs) had a much better music video. (laughs) Yeah. It's awesome, and I'm going to let you finish. It's got power spiked in your own intro. It's terrible. Yeah. I, I believe she yeah. deserves this, though, because I have interrupted her, like, the past five or six times she's been on the show. So, go ahead. Mm, maybe. Introduce us. No, that's right. You go. I can't remember the rest of the intro. I can't remember to look it up. Go, go. <laughs> okay. I've made my point now. I've marked my territory. <laughs> so, my name is Ryan Seacrest, and uh, some of you might know me as Cole. With me here is Tasha. And the rest of it. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't want to interrupt you, so I was just... Okay. <laughs> so, this is Tasha with uh, Split Infinity Radio. Hello, folks. She's an excellent DJ over there. And uh, also with us is Chaz from the Nation of Canada. Hey, guys. You're also from the Nation of Texas and England. Apparently, for like three years of my life. <laughs> and so Inside Baseball, yes, I know Texas is not a nation. Also with us today is Qatar with GuildFans.com. Hey, guys. I'm hungry. Yes. <laughs> You're chowing <laughs> down on cough drops and lozenges. That's right. Aww. Nice. Yeah, we got a couple people with colds here today. It'll be Chaz and Qatar. Tasha and I are on all four cylinders, because we have four. Yes, although mine might be frozen at the moment. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, last weekend there was no show. I apologize for that. Uh, it was the Thanksgiving weekend, and apparently I didn't tell anybody, not even the co-hosts, that there was going to be no show. I don't, just a busy damn guy, and I'm sorry. That was dumb. So, uh, we're going to make up for it with an awesome show this week, with a lot of different things coming. For, in- for example, we're going to start introducing new segments to the show. And we're going to make it so we have a large pool of segments that we'll just throw into the show as is um, useful for that week, as is pertinent. That's what I was trying to think of. So, uh, yeah, uh, look forward to that. We have a couple, what do we have? Yeah, two new ones this week that we're going to be throwing in. Um, also, uh, how was your holiday weekend, by the way, Qatar? Uh, I got an ear infection, so it was awesome. And I'm still not quite over it yet. You're, so. you're under siege from the microbial life, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. If you want to know how that was, just stab your ear with a pen for about seven <laughs> hours, and uh, that's that was pretty much yeah. Well, at, hey, at least you weren't attacked by alien life. It's true. 
But the end was good because I went to a football game and met some fun people, so that was cool. Do you do you know what I'm talking about with this alien life and microbial? Um, I do. Oh, I the arsenic-based yeah. life, or whatever it is. Yeah. So now yeah. there's all these microbes going around setting fire to everything. Sure. <laughs> Get it? Arsenic. No, they're not setting fire to anything. They're just they just use arsenic where we use phosphorus. Right. So and use phosphorus. But this still says something for the whole debate about well, bacteria about carbon chauvinism. Like, we're always <laughs> expecting everything to be carbon-based life form. Well, these are still carbon-based, if I understand right. But they've taken yeah, they the are. phosphorus element of our typical composition and thrown in. And so it totally changes the whole DNA uh, structure and the schematic for every every life form that we're expecting to find. So now, for all we know, we can find something on Titan after all or something. <laughs> or something. I love it. My my prediction, I know this is way off topic from the podcast, but my prediction is that when we actually get our butts in gear and start looking for life, it's going to be freaking everywhere. It's going to be like like volcanic activity. It's like going to be about that likely that you'll find it, but not like, you know, um, basically look everywhere. Yeah, you're not going to see like big animals everywhere, but you, I think we're going to find microbes across the board. Dinosaurs on Jupiter and stuff like that. That'll be good times. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Wouldn't that be such a better version of Jurassic Park? Well, I don't know, because with that gravity... Clever girl. (laughs) With that gravity, what kind of dinosaurs would you have? They would be puny, so you'd be like, oh, don't step on that uh, Diplodocus, or Diplodocus. 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 Dirk, 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 Dirk. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, so, uh, okay, cool. Um, I guess that's... uh... Oh, I also want to issue... I don't know if I want to issue an apology, per se, but um, last episode we talked a lot about guild fans because i'm really excited about it um Me too. i've always been kind of a fanboy of zam and so we kind of took it out of guru for that i still don't like curse i'm not going to back out from saying that but i will say that um guru does not deserve to... okay so we joke a lot about guru because of the new people that have come in and you can't blame any site for that any site's going to get an <clears throat> influx of people and so you have the eternal september effect but um Couple that with the announcement that we made about Guild fans, it sounded like we were just like, you know, reaming Guild Wars Guru. And we we totally did not mean to do that. So I do issue an apology to all the people that are still there, still, you know, trying to make that place a place of understanding instead of a place of constant whining and accusations. That's they have more patience than I do, so I have no right to say anything bad about them. So cheers to Neo Nugget and all you people. Love you guys. Neo's awesome. Yeah. He needs to be doing more with the website. So, okay, cool. Let's uh, let's get right into this. So, this is a segment that you guys are all familiar with. Nothing new. Here's Sequel Scuttlebutt. Captain, what be that over there? Or, let be Sequel Scuttlebutt. Today's Sequel Scuttlebutt is all about the huge interview uh, that Ravius had on Kill10Rats.com with the uh, Guild Wars 2 team. Um, this interview was awesome, in my opinion. Mostly focused about around energy. What did you guys think? It certainly uh, sparked some interesting debate, both on the forums and uh, the IRC channel. It, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was a little worrisome. Uh, what some of the stuff that people were talking about, really, how it they think it's going to change the play style, and they've talked in the past about how elites aren't basically the the one shot, you know, easy button for any battle. Um, but some people kind of got in their head that all you have to really do is play defense and then pop your elite and then play a little bit more defense and then you'll win. Yeah. Well, it yeah. sounds like you won't be able to sustain defense for very long anyway, so I don't. Well, that's sure. not going to happen. 
Yeah. Right. To clarify on that, offensive skills are going to be a lot less energy intensive. Defensive skills are going to eat up your energy bar. Um, as far well, as I mean, that makes sense. As, as far yeah, as the elites go, and what you were saying, yeah, I agree with that. Um, as what you were saying with the elites, I like to compare it to Braveheart, where uh, that scene where the Irish are going in to run in against the Scottish, and then they meet midfield and they start shaking hands and "Hey, how's it going?" That was William Wallace's elite, because it turned the fight, it changed everything, and that's kind of what the elite's supposed to be now. It's not that thing you spam; it's that thing that you popped in the middle of the fight, and they were like, "Oh crap, he couldn't have done that at a worse time." Right. Mm. Right. I mean, that has some interesting aspects for PvP, obviously, but since we don't know anything about PvP, I guess I should really comment <laughs> yeah, on it. Yeah, exactly. All we can really do is compare it to uh, Guild Wars, and that's not a good comparison. Yeah, definitely. It does worry me a little bit when they say that there are some matches where people don't even touch their elite skills at all. It feels a bit like, well, shouldn't they be used? You know, if you're that worried about using them that you don't, isn't that probably a bad thing? But we're going to have to wait and see what comes out of the out of the big shakeup, really. Yeah, I mean, if if skill usage overall is going to slow down, you know, if you're going to have to be more strategic with energy and with when you use skills, then I can see it not being as much of an issue. But like Chaz said, since all we have to compare now is Guild Wars uh, One, you know, you you spam skills almost as fast as StarCraft players do. <laughs> yeah, two hundred actions per minute. That's right. <laughs> hey. Just as long as it doesn't burn up my graphics card like StarCraft does. Oh, oh yeah, What's, that thing just your eats fault. it away. No, have you actually heard about that, though? Yeah, I heard it about does. that. It does do that. It's the damn HUD. The heads-up display is what's burning up people's graphics cards. I tell you what, though, at least Blizzard has a testing department. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> moving on from that. <laughs> You're talking to it, right? Oh, now. so much hate. <laughs> It looks like the like Katara was leading into the the weapon choice is what's going to be kind of pivotal about your build. Oh, I was okay, cool. Oh, yeah, uh, that was what I was going for. <laughs> Nothing oh, else. I don't know. Um, um, yeah, that was what I thought was quite interesting. They're saying that instead of building your skill bar around your elite, you'll build your skill bar around your weapon choice. It seems like they're definitely going for the whole you can't make a bad build uh, setup anymore, which. It's nice to know that you won't have to, you know, tell people they need to go find 20 million skills just to be able to play a very okay-ish bar, which mm-hmm. was very, very infuriating in Guild Wars. I wish I could go back six years to the me that was playing Fantasy Star Online Blueburst, because I would tell him about this, and I, I, more and more I'm seeing that everything I liked about that game, as cheesy as it was, there was a lot of things it did right, and this kind of, mm. this is another one of those things. I have to, I want to ask Stewie if he, like, if this was at all considered. Of course, there was a new game called Fantasy Star Universe that I never tried, but I guess maybe that had something to do with it. I don't know. They must pull from, like, a lot of inspirations, and I'm just pulling from the ones that I recognize. Yeah. Yeah. So, but one thing also that was stated in uh, Ravius's interview was, and this is a quote, Peter said that there will be about 200 utility skills altogether. Every profession will have about 20 utility skills in addition to the racial ones. There are four to five heals and four to eight elites per profession. Okay. Which seems like a nice spread. I like to that. be honest. Yeah. We also had a bit of um of a conversation about the heels as well. A load of information came out from Izzy via Twitter. Um on Guild Fans actually. Um I'm not gonna just gonna make sure I credit the right person here. It was Trigger Sad fifty five. I was having a conversation with uh, Izzy about various different <laughs> skill Trig- um, Trigger Sad, very nice. Yeah. Uh, various different um, spell types and how they're actually going to manage healing. Um, saying that, that 
the best they're, they're aiming to have you as your best healer therefore healing allies is the minimal thing um, most ally healing spells provide regen by way of boons and instead of um, changing the regen amount if it stacks on top it will extend the duration uh, so you can't have a situation where if someone casts say healing breeze on you and a second monk with a weaker healing uh, wreck has it Plus, over the top, you'll end up with a lower regen. That's not going to happen anymore. Right. Um, there's just some kind of nice things on this um, that I put. I've actually put the entire list of stuff up on the Relics forum, um, but it was quite some interesting stuff on that one. I thought. Yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Now, the question for me is: Are there going to be any like elite skills that do self healing? Um, they did announce one skill for the warrior. It will be called Healing Surge. That was an elite. Basically, yep. Oh. You know what it does, right? Yeah, yeah, it kind of makes you go all nuts. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, um, to the listeners viewing in, um, it basically heals you and it gives you some adrenaline to charge your skills. Yeah. So, nice. Okay, so there can be, you can actually, there will be some people who will be able to throw on maybe two healing skills from what I take, because yeah. you have the elite yeah. heal and that's a choice. I like a normal one. Um, something else that came out was that um, boons and conditions, when they stack, they can stack up to nine times their original dura- duration. So if it was three seconds originally, you can go up to 27 seconds on it. Oh, so um, cool. Um, and you can do various different things with the pulses um, healing. Um, so like Giza does pulse hearing, healing, um, and healing rain does like a regen boons. You can play around with the traits of those to make them do potentially very different things. So it sounds like there's actually quite a lot of scope there to change the few ally heals that you'll get to make a really, really different battlefield, which sounds very cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay, so that wraps up the uh, the news about Guild Wars 2. Now, as far as speculation, shall we speculate? The sky will be blue. I heard it's going to be produced by ArenaNet. I heard you can use a keyboard with this game. I heard this game will work on Windows 7. I heard you'll need a monitor to play this I game. I heard the Norman are really tall. That's just speculation. That's what we do best. Awesome. Okay, so, more talk about professions, because people love this. Uh, do you think the Mesmerian Assassin, renamed, of course, are a shoe in Yes. Me too. Yep. That's the short answer. The long answer is, yes! <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not convinced about the assassin. I wouldn't be if it wasn't for that concept art. Yeah. I still think that concept art could have been the ranger. I think you're the ranger. I don't know what you're talking about, woman. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, She is the ranger, that's true. Uh, I'm the ranger in Guild Wars. I'm not the ranger in Guild Wars 2. I have disowned it. Yeah. Terrible. I know. So for those of us that do believe it's a shoe-in, that means that we pretty much have an idea... At least an idea of what all but one of the professions will be at this point, right? Ah, uh, yeah, basically. Because you got the Templar, Knight, Cleric, Paladin, whatever the crap. Blue Mace Lady. Yeah, the Chikasita. <laughs> the Chikasita. So, yeah, uh, I guess we could talk about Are we about... putting Mesmer in the Adventurer or are we putting it in the Scholar? Because I've lost track of where that we're thinking that's going. I don't know. Cause... I think it's going into Scholar, to be honest. Yeah, Illusionary yeah. Weapon was pretty yeah. popular, but I don't think it was popular enough that ArenaNet would be like, you know. Popular for about a half hour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it does get boring fast, in my opinion. Yeah. And this coming from a guy who's playing Assassin most of the time. <laughs> Combo landed, next piece. Combo landed, next piece. 
We're blind. Oh two, no, I'm useless. Now it's time to deliver the uh -huh. onion blossom. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was not ready for that. Sorry. We're going to Outback Steakhouse later, <laughs> so I got onion blossom on the mind. And it will be on the breath after that. Okay. Uh, I have lost myself in my show notes. I'm having sporadic dyslexia. Where, where was I? Hello! Uh, uh, Speculator's uh, Corner. Right, yeah. You're at the, yeah. Professions. Unix and Mac. Unix and, okay, so a guy named Andre got on the comments for our last episode, and he was telling me that uh, DirectX is actually going to be um, the driving, you know, what do you call it, rendering? I guess? Sure. Rendering engine? Or, it's not an engine, but rendering for Guild Wars 2, which would mean that it's also going to be a Windows-based game only. But uh, Johnny10 came up to to support that, and he sent me to a link on the wiki, and I, it may have been updated since he last read it or something, but the quote that I got was, and this is off the wiki, it says, Gail Gray has indicated the game will support DirectX 10, but not require it to play. Guild Wars 2 will use the Havoc physics engine and occlusion culling technology license from Umbra Software. That tells me that this thing has a good chance of being cross-platform. Yeah, Why? Definitely. Well, because I don't, I don't understand why. Because when it says will support DirectX 10, I read, I read, read that and read it at the time to mean that if you didn't have Vista or Windows 7 and therefore only had DirectX 9 because you're on XP, you'd still be okay. Okay, but why does it then immediately say but not require it to play? Because, because you could still play with DX9. Yeah, oh, 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 that's gonna suck. If that's oh, true. On the other side of this, um. The reason, when we went to Gamescom and various other different conventions, they had a Guild Wars 2 set up with the 3D within the NVIDIA cards. And the way that NVIDIA does that is that it uses the DirectX engine and basically does the maths on it to make it into a 3D world. You can do that on practically any DirectX game uh, with their kit, even on Guild Wars itself. Now you can do it without any additional coding. So to me that says it does use DirectX 10 or 11 now. Yeah, so, I mean, if they're going to go the 3D route, I can see that. Mm -hmm. 3D is just a terrible gimmick a, in my mind anyway. Oh, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I was very tempted to buy it. Very, very, very tempted. But now I've got glasses, I probably can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give in to the hype. I'm afraid to go to, like, theaters where a movie's in 3D. Because I, I have a big I have a big migraine issue. Like I go to a neurologist about it. So if I went to go see a 3D movie and came in and I was like, I got this huge headache because I saw Avatar in 3D, she'd be like, well, you're an idiot. I think anyone who saw Avatar in 3D got a headache. Like, <laughs> well, <laughs> I saw Avatar in 3D and I had a big headache afterward. What's funny is I saw uh, Cloverfield. I almost said Coverville. It's a good podcast. But anyway, oh. I, I saw <laughs> Cloverfield and I was fine with that. But... um. When I went to see District 9 in theaters, and don't get me wrong, I like this movie, it made my head just, it, w it wasn't even a pound, it was a sting, it was so bad. Wow. So I, I want to see that again, like, on my TV, because, I mean, going back and forth to both sides of the theater with that thing shaking like that, oh. Anyway, oh, we're totally off topic. So, okay. Um, so what you guys are basically saying is we might still have a chance in the fact not that Guild Wars 2 will be developed for other platforms, but because other technology will make it so easy to go cross-platform. With anything, yes, no, possibly. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I'm thinking about this is the uh, extended uh, play stuff, the stuff for iPad, etc. I know a lot of people have wanted to have at least observer mode on an iPad, so they can be on the bus mm -hmm. and watching the observer matches. Oh, that'd be cool. So if they get to that, that point, um, if they get to that point, I don't think it's that much of a leap to get the game itself um, on the iPad. Yeah. Oh, that'd be crazy. 
well, didn't what was it? GameStop uh, showed their World of Warcraft interface on some tablet, something like that, a couple days ago. <clears throat> Maybe I'm just completely making that up. Maybe not. I wouldn't be surprised because the Galaxy is coming out pretty strong right now. Yeah. So yeah. it might have been on the Galaxy that they were doing that. It, I think it was. Yeah. You can because it was a pretty pretty big tablet. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I actually went and looked actually, at it. Actually, that'd be sweet. I want a Galaxy bag. Mm-hmm. I'm such a Linux nerd. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, I guess that handles that. Uh, let's talk about one of our newer segments. Incoming is... Nation, it's time to talk about fiscal responsibility in virtual worlds. Stimulus package! Okay, so after that segment, uh, Nancy Pelosi would stand up and clap. And she wouldn't even know why. She, <laughs> to do that. she stands up. Hi, I'm old. Amazon. <laughs> Her eyes never shut. Oh, you had to be attentive because you might have to clap at any time. <laughs> she might get replaced by a, the pumpkin head, though. Here's All our foreign listeners are like, what is going on? <laughs> That's true. Our, yeah. show, our show is so like international. We, I think we have more listeners outside the U.S. now than we do in the U.S., so there's always people going, who the hell are these people? <laughs> I'm, I'm one of them. Yeah. I've Sorry, now, now they just know I what I them. feel like when I watch British TV and there's all these illusions, so you can just deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> God, we are so divergent today. And I think people are loving it, actually. So, anyway, stimulus yeah, package. This segment is going to be all about how to make money in Guild Wars, how to be financially, uh, fiscally responsible. Uh, fiscally and, responsible? Yeah, yeah, and it'll also bleed into Guild Wars too. In a game? I mean, that's, like, non-existent. No, it's just a the idea of where you just make, get something and you make more of it than the other guy does. Well, you could be fiscally responsible in Second Life, but you're probably not going to be because you're in Second Life. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> Trying to atone for all the screw-ups in my first life. <laughs> is Second Life still going? Uh, yeah, probably. I actually yeah, logged into it, I think the, it is. the other day. I actually logged into it just to see. And uh, Ryan? It was done. Ryan? No, no, Fifth no. away. From the second line. Oh, I totally uninstalled it and everything right after. You don't have enough time for your sure, first Sure, sure, Ryan, I, sure. I logged in and the first thing I saw was a furry. And I thought, oh, that's bad. <laughs> second thing I go. saw was All a right. dude walking around with a big unit. And I was like, this is over. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Um, right. Fiscal responsibility in Guild Wars. Chaz, I think you're going to be, well, I don't know. I think I'm the only noob about this actually around here. So what are your favorite ways to make money in Guild Wars? Uh the ones I remember. Um, <laughs> I liked, um, what was it? During area events where um, there was a lot of uh, random drops that occurred, you could sell those pretty effective and you'd make a large, large amount of in-game coin from those. What I would do is just find um, a farming spot that is repeatable and quick. And yeah, I'm not going to re- release too much information because our very own Texas chicken would strangle me in my sleep. <laughs> mm, <laughs> chicken. <laughs> I, my favorite way to make money in Guild Wars is to just play and not spend Yeah, that's true. But I, I know there are way better ways to make money, like the Raptors and stuff. Uh, the, best, the best way would be just to do elite missions with your guild. Yeah. Because a lot of people yeah. don't do that, and there's a lot of nice goodies to get from there, and people will pay to get that stuff. Yep. Yeah. One other Fine. good way to make money in Guild Wars is to not re-roll your characters every minute. Too true. Oh, yeah. Another way to make um, good money is to not demand for a very high price for your product. Because when you think about it, let's say you have some iron you want to sell, but you want to sell it for 6000 um, 6, instead of 
5,000, which is the more commonly accepted number. If you sell it for 4,500, you're probably going to get a buyer really quickly. And that way you're not wasting time looking for a buyer and you can actually do other stuff. Yeah, when it comes, yeah. when it comes to in-game economics, I am a bastard because I, but World of Warcraft had their auction system. And mm -hmm. I brought down the prices of jewels and stuff all the time. People would yeah. send me whispers like, I took forever trying to get a corner on that market. Well, screw you, buddy. I'm selling this jewel for one gold. <laughs> screw you, buddy. I, got it. I made it more automated. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I'm one of those guys that likes to sell stuff cheap just to get the cash and get done with it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, if, if you want to sell something for what you think is quote-unquote market value, be prepared to stand in Camden for a long time. Oh, yeah. You just want to make some cash, just find what you need and sell it for a reasonable price and go. But then again, there are power traders, so they actually do churn a profit. And tech, and I know that uh, the Texas chicken, he's actually uh, a power trader himself, and he's stick, mm -hmm. sticking with a lot of in-game wealth. Yeah. Yeah. It depends you what, your, what your favorite mode of playing is. If you're playing to make money, then that's great. But if you're playing like most of us are just to you know have some fun and get some shiny stuff and then move on, it's mm -hmm. not a bit too much. That's that's why I tend to sell all my mods and all my weapons uh, on Guru Auctions. Small plug. But yeah, um, I do that just because I can't be bothered to stand in town and shout for hours. I want to be out there like doing stuff yeah. or standing around drinking. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's what I do. But things like tomes and materials, those kind of st things, I tend to sell in game because they don't sell very well in the auctions because the prices fluctuate too much. Yeah. Um but the rest of it I just put it up, let it run, see what happens. And that way I haven't got to stand there shouting. Um other good ways of making money is pick up everything. Make sure you have plenty of space in your inventory and pick up everything that drops in the area because even fifty gold can stack up really, really fast. Yeah. Especially when you identify it because then it increases the value. Yeah. Yeah, that was said yeah. on an earlier episode where uh, I think it was it was um, David Birchall, Calagrim, who said it, he was like he said yeah. basically, if you identify everything, even your whites, it will sell for more. It will. In fact, um, <laughs> if you like to salvage your items, uh, if you identify them before you salvage, you'll get more. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. The other thing is, uh, think if you're going to go buy something, think if it's actually, um, if you could benefit some other way by going out and farming it. I know a lot of people like to go and buy the materials, but there are some ways that you can make the materials and also do things like um, hunt treasure chests and get your gold drops and various other bits and bobs like that. So sometimes just going out and spending the money isn't always worth it. It's actually yeah. worthwhile going out and farming it yourself. Yeah, it just depends on what your level of patience is. Yeah, that too. Exactly. Like, I mean, some people, like, they think, oh, I need to have this, whatever it is. Like, maybe it's a title or something like that. They want to get it really quickly, but I mean, it can wait, right? Yeah. Mm. Like you don't need it's it immediately. And it also depends on your taste as well. I mean, I personally, mm -hmm. I have an obsidian armor, but I don't like them that much. So even though um, I've got a set, I haven't farmed them for ages. So if you don't necessarily like the expensive stuff, then A, you can save yourself a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, don't like it just because everyone else likes it. If you actually like it, then cool, go buy it. But you know, don't be there's... like the monks that have all got dyed black exactly. obsidian armor with chaos gloves. <laughs> yeah, and it's Boy, the same thing. There's, there's it's a the lot same of thing those skills. Like we were and they all about, have, like... and they all have a uh, voltaic dyed black voltaic spears with uh, draconic yeah. aces, whatever, whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah. 
Exactly. Other thing is, if you're buying stuff for your heroes, why are you buying stuff for your heroes? Either make them use the stuff that you found, or go use the collectors that will take those five pieces of crap that got dropped off a monster and give you a weapon they'll actually use. Yeah, make use of those mantis pinchers, damn it. Yeah. So actually, funny that I remember, like a few months ago, uh, crafting what was it like a? It's like a death staff or something like that for a necromancer, and it's been getting a lot of mileage lately. Not lately, but. It, it's been it was like a really good investment. So if you can get like some good if you can buy like good mods for your heroes, it'll definitely, you know, be worthwhile in the end. Yeah, but yeah. don't spend too much money on it. I just go get Star know. Eaters. Yeah, don't get like don't get like, I don't know, a high end item or anything like that. No, it's just stupid. You can just get they... you can just get an ogre slaying knife and call it a day. Hell give them some brass knuckles. There you go. Darn straight. The thing is, if you do really want a 2020 focus, those mods are going to cost you quite a bit, and yet there are collector's items that have the 2020 mods on them already. Mm-hmm. And that's there are crafters like that actually have the, There are actually crafters and factions that sell, not sell them, but make them for you as well. Yeah. I don't know that. Yeah. So, it's not like I play cast or anything, whatever. Speaking of the uh, raptor yeah. farming, boy, everybody, this is like Wall Street in here today. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> The speaking of the raptor farming, and this is kind of off topic, but do the raptors have feathers? No. No. Lame. They're raptors. They have scales. No. Yeah, they're dinosaurs. No, they don't have scales. Actually. Look. Nope. Look. Look up Velociraptors. They had feathers. Trust me. Really? They had feathers. They've discovered that. Yeah, they were feathered creatures. That is crazy. I'm pretty sure ArenaNet didn't think of that when they were making the Velociraptors in that game. Oh, it was only like a recent thing. So. Okay. Yeah, and it's like a fantasy game too, so you know it doesn't have to be exactly grounded in. The world that we live in. No, I expect. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think a real Velociraptor would be able to cast a spell. Uh, <laughs> okay. Now you're just yeah. being ridiculous. All right. I know. <laughs> I'm being redonkulous. Yeah, I think you just won the <laughs> argument. Redonkulous. I love the way they say that in bulk. Hey, you kind of redonkulous, hey guy. Remember those pigeons? You got yourself pretty stuck. Oh, what an Animaniacs? No, uh, Bolt with the white dog. He was John. Oh Schmitta. yeah, yeah. Okay. My son watched mm, that movie no. a lot. That and Blue's Clues. Ugh. No, hey, hey, when you got a kid, Blue's Clues is awesome because it could be Dora. I'm the map. I'm the map. I'm the map. <laughs> oh, nothing in that show is quiet. It's just constant shouting. I'm like, Uriah, turn on Steve, please. <laughs> He'll finally turn on Blue's Clues and it's like, ah, oh, relaxation. <laughs> but the problem is now I can sing along with Blue's Clues and he expects me to. Oh, yeah. I want a video. <laughs> Uh, maybe I'll make this deal. I'll, I'll get a video of me going along with Steve. While they did this one episode where he was, uh, they were talking about this king and a green stripe cookie, and he does an impersonation of Elvis because he's like, the the person's reading the story. So the king, well, that's me. And he did a really good impersonation. Maybe I'll I'll do that. Uriah loves that episode. It might be because I laugh when he watches it. But <laughs> righto, okay. So politics, dinosaurs, Blue's Clues. Uh, what else have we got? Oh, Gilmore's. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Um, just so people know, another segment we're going to be introducing is one called Twitch Attack. Wait, no, we haven't done the game shop yet. Or, sorry, we haven't done Trader Arcade. Right, Trader Arcade. These stupid frat habits. That's not Guild Wars. And now it's time for Trader Arcade. So we're moving to that segment now? That was a great introduction for this segment that I was so jazzed about having. Show notes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so, 
uh, for Trader Arcade, this is all about the games that we're playing that are not Guild Wars or Guild Wars 2. Oh, Obviously, we're not yeah. playing Guild Wars 2 or the internet. <clears throat> Damn it. <laughs> so, what games are you guys playing right now? What are you You're playing? I oh, am. No, I have a. Uh... Sorry, go chess. Oh, you go, go for it. Go for it. Okay. Um, I've uh, reinstalled Ion this week. I have to oh. admit, I have. But it's only because they're doing a 10 day um, resub <laughs> reactivation thing. Um, for the next 10 days, and I want to go try out what would happen in 2.1, and after that, I will be probably not subscribing. <laughs> no, it's true. I don't know, I, I, I burnt myself out on Ion too much. I played it too much during open beta, so, yeah. I can't, can't blame you. Um, on Tuesday, World of Warcraft Cataclysm's coming out, and I got people badgering the crap out of me to come back. Oh, we want you to listen to them. Oh, I'm not Go listening. Listen to them. Jeez. I've, I've I've read enough about how the balance went for Cataclysm. No, thank you, because their balance team really good at what they do. <laughs> Just saying. Anyway, you're such a Blizzard fanboy, right? I know. I love those guys. I did a podcast about World of Warcraft, and during that entire podcast, my friend Trevin was doing all he could to rein me in and not being a total douche to them. <laughs> and he's not here now, baby. Okay. I also discovered World of Goo this week. World of Goo. Yes, World of Goo. Is it Nickelodeon? You not heard of this? No, I haven't. Nope. Um, it's on Steam. Um, it's just a sort of indie game where you get little balls and you can make connections to them, and they're all kind of squidgy, like goo. It's like like you pulled a, a booger out your nose, and it's all squidgy. <laughs> it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you can build towers and structures and stuff with it. You've got this world. The goo and there's goo in it. Goo and balls. Yeah. And go. <laughs> yeah. I'm building a balls tower. Nice. Yeah, but it's not very much. It's on Steam. It's on Steam sale um, I, last weekend, so I picked it up. It's really, really good. Hmm. Recommended. Chaz, what have you been playing? I've been playing Fallout 3. My uh, friend, he got the, uh, what was it called, the gold edition for uh, Fallout 3. Mm. And that contains all five downloadable content segments for Fallout oh, right. 3. So yeah. he just brought it over to my place put it up onto my Xbox and then downloaded all the content so I can play it with the normal Fallout disc now. I love the way Sword. the fighting in Fallout works. Where you can like uh, it's, target a part of the Are bot. you talking about Fallout or Fallout 3 because it's a bit different? Oh, is it different? Well, the one that I played oh. I, I think it was Fallout 3. How long's Fallout 3 been out? Uh, Fallout 3 has been out since like 2008. Yeah, uh, yeah, I played Fallout 3 then. Yeah, this is Very the one well. where you like, it's the, it's the shooter where you can um, just freeze everything and then shoot everybody. Yeah. Yeah, you're talking about the VATS targeting system. Yeah, yeah. yep. I like oh, that. Man. That so was cool. When you get, to, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy when you get, because there's um, what is it? Every level up, you get this thing called a perk, and it basically improves you in some way. And at level twenty, you get one that um reloads your uh targeting, your vats points yeah, when you kill somebody. Rats, yeah. yeah. So you just like target like a rat, and then ki- and target everybody else, and you shoot the rat, you shoot everybody else, and your uh vats are all recharged, so you can shoot them all again. See, that's what I like about that targeting system is before I got to the targeting system part of the game, I was thinking, man, this is like modern Oblivion is all it is. <laughs> yeah, it pretty much is. And then once that happened, I, mean, like, I was like, oh, nice. To quote yeah, my I good mean, friend Fear, it's just Oblivion with guns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, crazier thing. Um, what was it? Uh, even when you talk to, like, the people, they still stare at give you the death stare. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. what I remember that in Oblivion. I would be like, dude. What are you trying? What are you like thinking Stop of doing to me? Because you look scary. <laughs> you got roofies in your pocket, anyway. <laughs> that was kind of a little overboard, wasn't it? 
Yeah, no, maybe fine. I'll try out Las, uh, New Vegas sometime later because I hear that's really good. It is if you can patch everything. Um, that's true. I heard it had a lot of bugs. Well, it still does, but the the one that pissed a lot of people off was the save game erasing bug. <laughs> well, who who developed yeah. this? Was it Blizzard? No, it was Microsoft. Oh, oh, duh. I'm, that was that was a joke. I'm being a douche to Blizzard right now. Why? Well, yeah, someone's got, got to take the hate, and I think they've got they're big enough to take it. We we get a lot of we get a lot of I don't want to call it hate, but we do get criticized when I go off on Blizzard like this. Uh, so I just want to say, get over it. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, I make a, well make played. A billion dollars every day, so it doesn't matter. <clears throat> I mean, Warcraft, they have, Starcraft, they have everything. They have nothing to worry about. They can take the criticism of some noob. I actually think I yeah, thank you. I I think <laughs> I would actually like Starcraft quite a bit. It's fun. But I, I don't it's like okay. to jump into the middle of a game. For example, I have never been high because I think I would like it too much. I'm being very <laughs> honest here. So I don't want to become a druggie. So I don't like I already act like a guy who's kind of stoned a lot of times anyway. I don't need any help in that department. But so StarCraft similar. I, I try to avoid that because I like things that don't try to pull me in so hard, you know. Well, I mean, you can get into it as much as you want to. It's the people that are super competitive. And like, I'm not competitive. I just really don't care mm -hmm. um so the whole like you know let's pvp and ladder and all that's just kind of yeah I, mean, I like the storyline i played the original starcraft so i i got starcraft 2 just to see what else was going to happen um and that's pretty much you know i played through it once and played a couple other missions and i haven't really picked it up since then yeah it's pretty much the same thing with me i tried some of the ladder but I don't know, I got to the point where I was getting kind of, you know, competitive, and I didn't like that so much. Yeah, I mean, it takes some of the enjoyment out of the game, because if you lose, you yeah. just rage at yourself, or at least I do, which is not the reason you play video games, you know? Well, actually, I, I was playing 2v2, and I was getting, I was getting actually kind of up there, but that was just because I was getting good players. Sometimes sure. you'll just, sometimes you'll get, like, just a bad teammate, and it'll show, you're like, you'll lose easily, because he'll huh. die, or he won't help you. Right. And you're done. <laughs> He walls off his base and then just only builds ground units. Yeah. Or he does something stupid like builds all the really big slow units and then wonders why all the Zerglings eat him. Right. For people that like StarCraft, by the way, there is a podcast out there called The Creep. Go look that up. Very good. That sounds good. My man Scott. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yep. Um, okay. You haven't said what games you're playing, have you, Katar? Uh, I've been playing a little bit of New Vegas and let's see what's on my phone. <laughs> uh Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, which they released for the iPhone, the whole game, which is pretty sweet. The controls are a little bit weird to get used to, but it's awesome. Uh Bejeweled 2 and Words with Friends. Freaking Bejeweled, man. I can't even get a word in edgewise with my wife anymore. Bejeweled <laughs> sitting there with their phone. I'm like, ah, let's go do something. Actually, actually what's funny is that my friend, he um makes he was working with a company who was making um computer games and they said that their market now is no longer like video game nerds or you know people in college right it's all about um pleasing middle married middle-aged housewives yep if you if anyone brings up farmville i swear to god i'm gonna throw my microphone oh. out the window farmville farmville oh, farmville no. farmville. <laughs> farmville sucks i will find you in canada Chaz. <laughs> i hate farmville apparently beat wow in the number of people who play it <laughs> Of course, it's because every retard and their dog has a Facebook. <laughs> oh man, yeah, Facebook games are <laughs> lame. I I hate getting on Facebook and seeing like just tons of so and so has done this in Mafia Wars, blah blah blah. So and so's gonna Lots. brush his teeth in Mafia Wars. 
I'm like, I don't give a damn. So I actually use that hide function. Agreed. If someone posts yeah. something about a game, I immediately hide it. And if you invite me to it, I defriend you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty much awesome. what I did when they gave me those stupid surveys before the big gaming craze on Facebook. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. they're not even good surveys. I'm actually level 548 in Mafia Wars. <laughs> oh, God. I, I, I play at work a lot, okay? Mafia Wars, does, <laughs> Mafia Wars does sound better than Farmville, that's for sure. Yeah, it was it was one of the the first ones that I played anyway. And then all that Farmville crap got started up and I deleted a lot of people, so So the games the games I've been playing, um I did get a new phone, as I mentioned last week, the Droid or not the Droid, the Android OS LG Ally. And there are a lot of games you can get on that, but I don't know. I, I'm more of a tactile person. I don't like it to be quite so small. So um I've been playing a lot on my PS3 with my son, actually. We got my sister-in-law got a Soul Calibur 4. She kind of got it for us. She got it for, like, the family Aww. to share. Oh, I love Soul Calibur 4, except for the whole Star Wars. I love Soul Calibur 2. Yeah, so the Star Wars stuff, lame. I hate Star Wars. Dumb. The Link stuff was awesome. The Link's... Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. That, that was, like, a heyday, because everyone loves Link. Although, I, I have to figure this out. They have the Star Wars The Apprentice in Soul Calibur 4. You know what I'm talking really? about? Really? Yeah, yeah, the Darth Vader's Apprentice, I guess. That's Doomsday from Smallville. So where does, oh, yeah? where does that guy come in as like the face of the apprentice of Darth Vader? Is he going to be in a movie or something? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Nope. Uh, no. No. Oh man, look up look up who maybe if he, let me see if I can find this. Hold on. Who right. Doomsday Smallville? I don't remember what his name was. Oh, Davis. Doomsday from Smallville. Smallville. Okay, so there. So I know Smallville is a Superman. Uh, show and doomsday is a villain in superman but i thought doomsday was like kind of an over-the-top supervillain. sam whitwer that's oh, the same voice actor you mean no they're actually oh, using sam whitwer like as the person they modeled oh. the apprentice after in soul caliber for like it looks oh, okay. like sam whitwer and uh cool. i'm seeing his face on books in like barnes and noble and stuff i'm like what the crap is with this guy so is there a movie coming out that has this apprentice or what i don't know i don't keep up on Star i think it's a game okay so basically, this guy got paid to be the face mm -hmm. for some character. Yeah, which is pretty sweet. All right, that's that's great. And there was gates. Um, my my son and I are also playing. Actually, my wife, my son, and I are all playing a game called Mod Nation Racers. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. The load times are stupid high on that, but yeah, <laughs> we're already playing the orange box on PS3. So how much worse can it get? Yeah. Um, but it's actually fun once you go in. It's like I never liked Mario Kart. I I think it gets it's kind of overblown. But this yeah. game is like what I expected Mario Kart to be in proportion to its success. Right. It's pretty fun. So, uh, yeah, we've been playing that. Um, obviously, we're, we play Infamous all the time. My son is really good at Infamous. It's kind of scary. Those sandboxy games, though. He doesn't have to follow a line. Like, I'll beat the game, and then he takes over and just, you know, goes around Empire City, you know, blowing up cars, saving people, killing people, shooting people so he can heal them again, that sort of stuff. Slightly uh, worrying. Yeah. <laughs> Well, How old is he? <laughs> he's, yeah, he's only three. You ought to see him play Half-Life, too. That's, it's scary, because you're like, you're not supposed to be able to understand those sorts of puzzles, buddy. <laughs> so if he, if he turns out to be like a super genius, I'm totally going to go to Jack Thompson's cell, his jail cell, because I think he's in jail now. No, wait, no, he's banned from journalism or whatever. Anyway, and I'll be like, my son is a genius, and you're a dumbass. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. If my son doesn't turn out to be a genius, I'll never say that, though. The lock. Well, yeah, I mean, but he's your kid, right? So he's going to be a genius. Naturally, yes. 
Well, you know, he actually turns on his computer sometimes, pulls up Audacity, and starts saying, I'm courting like dad. <laughs> Aww. Aww. I'll see if I can grab one. I'll see if he saved a couple of those. I think he did. I don't think he knew what he was doing, but I think he saved it. So it'll be like file name xsfgypp.aup. Right. It's cool. Okay. Chaz just laughed at PP. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys. So remember to tweet us. Uh, tweet us, you twats, on um, uh, for the segment Twitch Attack. I don't know if I should leave that in there or not. I think you should. You have to. I'll do that. And ArenaNet just officially severed potential connections with us. They're like, just keep doing your show, but we want nothing to do with you. <laughs> oh, okay, so we got emails. And this guy has a name that's very Mateo Vittoria-like. So I've got two names now. This email is from Ricardo Almeida. And he says, Dear Relics of War podcasters, first of all, congratulations on the best Guild Wars podcast out there. Sean is gritting his teeth. Oh, I got to talk about Sean, but later. Okay, anyway. It's informative, funny, and above all else, entertaining, and I can't seem to get enough of you guys. That's what all the ladies tell us. Yeah, that's, yeah. Jazz <laughs> <laughs> is like, what? Not me. What? As for my question, I started playing Guild Wars Awesome, Classic 1. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> One year after its release, and in all this time, I haven't been able to, to get a set of the coveted Obsidian armor. Do any of you have it? Have a set? How do you, how do you get it? Whoa, I need to pull my laptop closer. Here we go. Farming? To answer your Guild help also. To answer, okay. just get wealth. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. Yeah, see so your previous um, segment. It's just a grind. If you don't like grind, then plenty. don't do it. I bought Vabian armor instead because it looks much better dyed red on my Mesmer than uh, Obsidian. I have to agree. Vabian is way cooler than Obsidian. Vabian I mean, on the you... Mesmer makes you look like Osmondias. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, and I have an eye patch too from the, uh, uh, what is it, the Monument armor. So I look pretty awesome. Did you say, oh, you said eye patch. Okay, I thought you said I have an yeah. iPad. I'm like, you get an iPad? I have an iPad on my Mesmer, <laughs> yes. That's why he's so good at skills and stuff. Spreadsheets and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> I will perplex you with my Unix-based BSOD operating system. <sighs> that sounds about right. And the other question he said is, also, I've never completed any elite area besides Sorrow's Furnace, and I don't know if that counts. What are your tips? Keep up the good work and bringing us all your cheerful and funny podcast bricks. Um, oh, I didn't chime in on Obsidian Armor. No, I don't have any, and I don't care to, because I don't like any of it. It's not that good-looking. It's just a status thing. Yeah. And I mean, I know I'm awesome already, so I don't really care if other people know it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Other people <laughs> mode? Other people there are only two. Oh. There are only two good Obsidian Armors. One is the Ritualist, and the other one's the Mesmer. And that's it. If it's anything else, don't bother with it, really. If and you if you're going like to do it, you have to learn how to love farming. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I mean, there's there's no excuse for it. You can try power training if you want to, but you still have to have a good bit of money to start out doing that. His two, so, his two yeah. questions bleed into each other a little bit. Like he he needs to start going yeah. to Fisher of Will. He gets some of the crafting materials for it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he needs to do like you need to do like Underworld and everything because that's even more uh, lucrative. Yeah, it's better just do. It's better to just do Underworld a billion times because if you do like Underworld once, you'll probably accumulate just as much wealth as doing. Fissure of Woe twice. Yeah, yeah and the, the Notorious PIG, those guys are badasses at Underworld. Oh, yeah. They finish it in like half an hour. It's ridiculous. Yeah, there are more <laughs> than enough guilds that run, oh. quote-unquote, high-end PV, PvE. Um, and there a lot of them do training. So if you want to join a guild, there are plenty of recruitment sites. Guild Wars Guru has, the original Guru, has uh, whole sections for that. And yeah. uh, there are always people looking, you know. So join up and just learn how to do it. 
and run with a group of people because it'll definitely you know solo farming is just ugh. yeah yeah really exactly uh, um make sure that you do you actually go on one of those sites though if you want to go on to one of those guilds because yeah. if you like go in game and like wait for people to just spam you with a guild invite that. they're just they're just trying to get you get another slot in their guild yeah i mean it's not it's really they might say yeah they do all these high-end content but they may not actually you know do it all that much right yeah, joining a guild based off of in-game spam is, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a Kiss lightning strike. Yeah, but it's a lightning strike if it works, you know? Yeah. yeah. I will agree with that. I've had much better retention rates be. from recruiting from forums than I ever did in-game. In-game, you just yeah. end up with a retention rate about one in four people, on forums about one in two. Because it used to be a lot different, you know, because there were people like Kiss recruiting and Pirates of the Priest hearing and people like that. Um, but that was years ago and mm. those guys, you know, they're either not around or the people that recruit like that anymore aren't, they, like you said, they're just looking for numbers. I think our guild yeah. soon enough might have to start like culling people who haven't logged in. No, we can't do that because we're a placeholder. We're going to have to make a second guild, I think. Just wait till, um, just wait till you get to a hundred members. You don't have to really worry about it for a while. We're actually, yeah. we're over 60, aren't we? Yeah. Again, just don't worry about it for now. <laughs> okay, but it's coming on fast. But I think we get at least one app, no, about two apps a week, I think. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but over time, that amounts to a lot. So by like February, we might have 70 members. But what that means is when Guild Wars 2 comes out, we're going to have a pretty big community. Oh, speaking, I don't know why this just hit me, but the other day I went to our Steam community page. We're getting a lot of comments yeah. there, and they're really cool comments. Really? And it's like, oh... I wish I'd seen this before. And that's also happening on Facebook. So um, if you guys want to be read on the show, do it in iTunes or on the forums or in the comments, and we're a lot more likely to see it. I'm really sorry to you Steam guys. We've never... I feel terrible. Agreed. I never really bought a Steam game, so I can't even like log on to Steam and like look at the comments. That's all the fault of spammers, those bastards going in and like... Agreed, but that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Whenever you introduce something like that, there's going to be spammers, so it's no fault on Steam for uh, adding that precaution. Damn you, Russia! Just go get World of Goo, you'll be fine. Yeah. We got plenty of means to communicate. So this next email ends with a PS that says, Have Tasha read this if possible. She sounds nice. <laughs> Which is rather creepy. <laughs> you like it. But lovely at the same time. It's the second time this has happened to you now. I think you might have to yeah. start get used to it. Uh, and also... But then I have to read and pronounce stuff, and it, that just ends badly. <laughs> Does Kovis get mad? Uh, no, he doesn't. I think he's as bewildered as I am oh, okay. about it all, really. I, I don't think I have a nice voice, but evidently people do think that and you're all weird. Uh, hello at Relics of All, folks. First off, love the podcast. I look forward to every episode. I was happy to hear the discussion of Guild Wars 2 on Unix and Mac. I personally use a Mac and crossover games to play Guild Wars, but I would love to see Guild Wars 2 as a native app. One other thing I wanted to add was that Mac OS X is built on the BDS... B BSD, sorry, flavor of Unix. And if you want to look at the source, you can. And he posts a URL. I like to call keep BSD up... BSOD, but keep going now. Yep. <laughs> keep up the great work. Until Guild Wars 2 is released and we know the platforms for sure, I'll be keep... I shall keep my fingers crossed. Chris. Very nice. So, uh, Stalker Man. <laughs> oh, I had to do it. I'm sorry. He's <laughs> most fine. likely going to sp um, just cut, cut around. Sorry, cut the... Uh... The voice and turn it all around so she said something really weird. Oh, 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 all said, done. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, you guys are going to love the intro. I, 
I still don't have a program that plays sounds for people, but <laughs> Remedy Man did the most awesome intro based on that. He cut us up and made us say things that's like, <laughs> holy crap. So you're going to love That'll this. be good. Yes. And all, all the listeners now. are like, yeah, we already heard that. That was great. But uh, I'm just an glad hour I'm later not now. on here that often. It's good. <laughs> so cool. Okay. Well, by the way, Chris, if you do do that, send it to the Relics of All email address and I'll get hold of it because I want to hear what you do. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> all right. No matter how terrible it is. <laughs> oh, it can't get worse than what Remedy Man did. Believe. The more terrible, the better, actually. So yeah. if that's a challenge, then, you know, go for it. <laughs> yeah, we've already talked about roofies on this episode. I think we've just pretty much dived down into the um, the gutter as far as podcasting goes. <laughs> uh, we got no calls. And you know what? You guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm telling the listeners, you guys suck. You're not calling us, so I'm issuing a challenge. You need to call us at 708-202-9262, and the challenge is best host impersonations. And extra points if you do a Smithy impersonation. So anybody with a Smithy-like accent, send it in. I want to hear it. Be aware that we are holding a king hostage at this moment. Send no messages, and we will, be a fa- we will have to execute it. <laughs> what did you say, a kitten? Yeah, a kitten. Okay, yes. Kitten will die if you don't call us, you bastards. Every hour. Um, oh, as far as Sean goes, yeah, I don't know if you guys... bag of them just right over here. <laughs> as far as Sean from Guildcast goes, I don't know if you guys heard the last Guildcast, but he uh, he had this idea. He wants to do kind of a powwow where we all get together, the Relics people and Guildcast people, and maybe other people too. This is, you know, still a work in progress. But And we're going to talk about something really controversial. Uh, I'm thinking... Abortion. I'm, Evolution. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking talking about potions. Energy potions would be good. Because I'm going to be honest, I don't like them. That's right. Start with that, and then we'll go on to evolution, right? Yeah, we can do that. Sure. We'll, we'll talk about Sweet. um, Sweet. what was the thing called? Bo- the Boise guy and uh, R- Rimferencus Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer man. What was his name? Oh, I have no idea. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I study evolution quite a bit, actually. For somebody who's theist, I study evolution a lot. And I do believe in it. But anyway, let's just throw that aside. These people don't care about that. We got iTunes reviews. Oh, no, I still need to talk about Sean. Sean, knock it off with your, yeah, back in my day, I was just like you, Sonny. If you hear Guildcast, you'll know what I'm talking about. So I've just taken all the Relics of Our listeners and basically told them, you have to listen to Guildcast to get that joke. Right. You can thank me later, Sean. I, uh, we've got a donate button on the front page of Relics. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got iTunes comments. Nick Robel said, this podcast is one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. These guys do a great job both being informative and entertaining. Keep up the great job, friends. I love you. Big smiley face. I love you, too. Yes, we love you, Nick. Love, love you, too. All right. We love you. I don't mind being loved. We got... Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, and... It's so romantic. That was the only U- United States store comment. And today I decided I was going to go just check the other um, stores because uh, Squirrel, see Squirrel Run? He notified me that he posted one. So I went to the New Zealand one, and he gave us this one. This podcast is one of the best Guild Wars and Guild Wars 2-related podcasts in the entire potosphere. It features recent news, interviews, and speculation regarding ArenaNet's upcoming MMORPG Guild Wars 2, and provides guidance and pro tips to current, returning, and new players of Guild Wars. The podcast is delivered regularly and with excellent attention to sound quality by Ryan Singleton and his wide array of co-hosts and special guests. It has a strong community backing with a website, forums, bloggers, and Steam group, Facebook group, Twitter, merchandise, and an active in-game guild. This guy obviously has no ties to us. 
And it, it won't be him that did the mashup you'll hear at the end of the show. The New Zealand accent is totally just uh, coincidental. He's definitely trying right. to uh, suck up to you because he commented on the quality. Oh, yeah, that, that happens. And the whole uh, uh, consistency that he said, yeah. Last week's mm-hmm. testament to that. <laughs> we got in the, in the English store, we got one from Two Platts. I'll tell you who this is after I'm done. But it says, I'm a huge Guild Wars fan, but haven't played in quite a while. Whatever, Smithy. This show has made me start playing <laughs> again due to the wonderful snippets of nostalgia. It also has tons of great information. He spelled tons really weird. Is that is that how you spell tons in England, Tasha? That's the year. Yeah, it is. Oh, yes. Okay. That is how you spell it properly, not your broken American <laughs> spelling. <sighs> With your Zs and your missing news. Color it however you like. We also have tons <laughs> of great information on the upcoming Guild Wars 2. The hosts are all informative and enter- entertaining. He's kind of complimenting himself there, even though he hasn't been back in forever. Jackass. <laughs> It's, uh, I mean, really. Pregnant wife? That only works so well. No excuse time, buddy. The hosts are all informative. Oh, wait, I already read that. If you like Guild Wars and then listen to this show... Wait. If you like Guild Wars, then listen to the show. If you're excited about Guild Wars 2, then listen to the show. If you like good gaming podcasts, then listen to the show. You know what? Go listen to the show. <laughs> yes. Nice. Very good. Can't complain. And we got one more. Now, if you do a review in the iTunes store, but you're not from the United States, I'll probably need a notification where it might take forever to finally uh, be read. This guy actually wasn't too long ago. It was November 22nd, but this is from Struct. And he says, Been a Guild Wars character for a while now and been keeping a close eye on Guild Wars 2 since June. However, only recently found podcasts. Would like to thank you on all your informative information on both Guild Wars 2 and the Guild Wars community. Can't believe I didn't find, didn't found you guys. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I think he meant to say find you guys earlier. He, that's probably it. That's probably what he wanted to say. And he says, you guys are Brill. Keep up the good work. Your new constant listener struck. What does Brill mean? It's short for brilliant. Oh, nice. I like short Bloody for brilliant. brilliant. You guys are brilliant. Keep up the good work. That's what he said. I have this really bad habit of like adapting English phrases into my vernacular. <laughs> so that one's definitely going to... Like I always say sodding now. I replace effing with sodding. And everyone looks at me like, you can't say that unless your name's Gavin and you got like this yeah. English accent. <laughs> it usually just sounds pretentious when people do it. Yeah. It sounds pretentious. When those. Americans do it, excuse me. I love it. Yeah. Well, yeah, people are Americans, right? <laughs> U.S. Americans. <laughs> that's the American mindset. People, what? That's America. Everyone. What are you talking about? <laughs> you, you English people, you're like uh, arsenic-based life forms, aren't you? Really? They don't even exist. I can't see them from my house, so they don't exist. <laughs> Well, uh, Russians, they exist. Well, we have Sarah Palin to thank that for, because apparently she can see them. Uh, the only reason. Oh, did you see what Sarah Palin said about WikiLeaks earlier on this week? That was fantastic. Oh, try not to. Seems to think that both Australia and Sweden was inside the states, and therefore inside its jurisdiction. Oh. Stupid bit. Anyway, 2012 is going to be good times. <laughs> Okay, guys, so Relics is also compiling a Guild Wars community list, so any Guild Wars online resources out there, get in touch with us at relicsoforr at gmail.com. Um, also, keep an eye on Guild Wars 2 fans, or gw2fans.com, because if you have a site uh, that's like part of the community, yep, you're probably already there. So I don't even know why I'm still doing this, frankly. But anyway, our Guild Wars <laughs> Guild is also... Well, they kicked our ass at it, I gotta say. Uh, our Guild Wars Guild is also recruiting, even though we are chuckle. So see our forums for the application process. Now, I got to clarify that that doesn't mean we have like 20 people online all the time. If we schedule something, yeah, otherwise, we are kind of just like a squatters group for Guild Wars 2. 
We're all squatters. We're squatting. It's okay. That's all the guilds that most of my friends are in are like that. So yeah, we are the London protesters. And that's why our application process goes through the forums. Because when Guild Wars 2 releases, I would like to be able to go to something other than Guild Wars and check and see who's actually in there. So Yeah, definitely. Um, we request your iTunes comments. We'll read them on the show. Uh, email us if they're not from the United States store. That's not because I'm imperial about the United States, but simply because I'm too lazy to check the other stores. iTunes sucks. It takes so long to do anything with iTunes. I don't even know how to check the other stores. You go to the very Indeed. bottom. You scroll down on any yeah. page there. And in the bottom right, there's like this little aqua orb looking thing with the flag design in it. And that's all oh, right. So you can click that and choose whatever. That's bizarre. I should go check the Chinese one. We might have some Chinese reviews that I can't understand. <laughs> don't worry, they probably don't understand us either. Oh, give us a Spanish one. Anybody who speaks Spanish, please. I want to in read Spanish <laughs> or in English. Go Spanish. I want to read something. I can actually speak Spanish pretty well. So that's not bad. But I could also actually like do that voice the whole time. Mateo Vitoria says. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, oh, we have some uh, merchandise. If you go to our front page at relicsoforr.com, we have a merchandise link up in the upper left, and it goes to Cafe Press. If you're waiting for Zazzle, I'm sorry I'm slacking as far as that goes. My job is very... Um, we're busy right now, so it's been hard to keep up. But we will have a Zazzle store soon. Maybe have, like, embroidered items like fleece jackets. Oh, yeah. Look at That'd be sweet. <laughs> That'd be cool. And if you want to support us... One thing you can do, and if you happen to need a computer too, you can go to doghousesystems.com, buy a computer, then with the Relics coupon, you get $25 off and Jinx merchandise, as you heard. But also, we have a donate button on the front page, so if you just want to be straight and to the point and support us, that's great. We love it. Um, you can get a hold of us uh, at relicsofrr at gmail.com. You can send us your MP3s, OGGs. Try not to send your WAV files, although I guess if Gmail let it go through, I mean, it's small enough. Um, WMAs, I can deal with them, but they kind of suck. Uh, or you can just call us at 708-202-9262. We're also on Twitter and Facebook. You can find the links to those on the front page, up by the merchandise stuff, upper left. And you can go to the forums and hang out with us. There, I'm done. I'm done with that whole spiel. <laughs> you know, before we did this show, mm. I was like, man. Oh, you guys just, you're done? Awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, nice power nap. Need some coffee? <laughs> Maybe. Hang on, wait, wait, wait. We haven't finished yet. <laughs> oh, I know. There's still, wait. Was there something else? Will morality. Will morality. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sign outs. But, like, once we do that, that's the end of the show. So, this is like my little point in the show where I stop and I, like, open up the door for anybody to talk oh. about something. Anything. Go listen to my show. Oh, yeah. 6 p.m. Wednesdays. Because I'm still doing it. I actually got quite a good crowd last week. I had about three people from the Rex War Guild and a few people from my Alliance and some other new faces I hadn't seen before, which is really good times. So, yes. I get taken by surprise at the spread that Relics of War has had lately. I went and checked our stats the other day, and we didn't even have an episode last week. Oh my god, we got a lot of hits last week. People are expecting it, that's good. Yeah. 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 I have to say, if we don't do a show, I often get asked in-game on a Wednesday during my show what happened to the, the episode from last week. So. And nice. Tasha is officially... It's definitely happening. You, you, are, you are officially um, permitted to say Ryan was sucking. Okay, I will do. I will do in the future. Okay. We don't know what, but he was sucking. Hey, now. I was sucking, <laughs> sucking turkey. something. Yeah, most likely turkey bone. Yeah, gravy. I was going to say, last week it was turkey leg. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, um, I was thinking, if our numbers are that high now, when Guild Wars 2 comes out, is Bluehost my host? Are they going to crap a rubber Twinkie? Probably. I think so. Only if they're into some weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like smoking turkey? 
I've said enough incriminating things on the show. I think I'm just going to be quiet now. <laughs> abortion. In a few minutes, you're just going to hit up on your door. Yeah. All the stalling might be because I don't have a will of morality yet. Uh, okay. I See, remember. I actually have one this week. For yeah. once, I actually have one. Oh, I've been playing... Uh, I play guitar and ukulele and stuff like that. And I've been playing semi-regular concerts on the uh, Guru Mumble. Oh, good. Uh, if you haven't checked out... Yeah, if you haven't checked out the Guru Mumble... Uh, go ahead and do it, because it's cool. Uh, it's I just actually cool. downloaded Mumble, because apparently yeah. they were doing some uh, Guild vs. Guild commentary live mm-hmm. streaming on the Mumble. So yeah, Mumble Saturday awesome. night. It's, uh, I think we're going to do, excuse me, I think they're going to do a uh, stress test at, I think, 2 p.m. PST tonight. Of course, it won't matter what time it is, because this won't come out tonight, so whatever. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, check out the uh, check out the mumble. It's cool. For people that and, don't know, mumble is like an alternative now to ventrilo, but it's yeah, it's a lot faster. It's super really? low latency, and the uh, the audio quality I think is a little bit better. It has it doesn't have some features that Vent has. Um, the main one I'm thinking of is volume control for individual people. Yeah, mm. but oh. everything levels out very nicely. Okay. Uh, we haven't had issues with people's mics being too loud or anything like that. That's probably because the mumble isn't populated by douchebags. So if you tell them that their <laughs> mic is too loud, they'll actually turn it down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one thing oh. one thing that I've noticed is that um, on Ventrilo, my sound quality, even w- especially when I'm on the wireless, is absolutely wretched. I don't know if it's, yeah. it's never been like this before. It might just be because of the server I'm on or it might be because something's happened with my ISP or my wireless. But I always find the quality is is, is rock bottom. I, I like cut out and everything. It's terrible. What I love about Vent though is I can uh, change the phonetic. You know, you can have your name and then give it a phonetic for your name. Yeah. The phonetic I always put in is he who is bringing sexy back. So mine is a hardcore <laughs> onography. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And she says it so wrong that you can't tell what it said. So you're like, what did Chaz just log on as? <laughs> Yeah, you know, I had to play around with tests just to make sure that it didn't sound like pornography or something like that. <laughs> oh, you gotta love the Mac voice. <laughs> I still wow. that's what it says. <laughs> <laughs> I've got amazing. all sorts of wrong images in my head now. <laughs> Two girls one cup is coming up quite a lot. Oh god. Oh god, why? Wow. I'm not hungry anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You were hungry Thanks, coming Sasha. in. <laughs> well, I haven't eaten anything all day except for a cup of coffee, a piece of cheese, and a caffeine-free Coke. Oh, geez. Yeah. It's uh, good stuff. I'm looking for the dumping grounds for Wheel of Morality. Where is it? Do you, anybody you remember? You could have used different word. You could have used different word. I know. Dumping grounds. Dumping. This episode of uh, Relics of Ore has been extremely <laughs> adult and mature. <laughs> I want to point that out. We should probably put that warning at the beginning of the It's brought to you by podcast. the letter B. Oh, something I haven't mentioned yet. Um, the music you're about to you hear. Is by, the music you're about to hear is by a composer from Sweden. His name is David. I'm not even going to attempt to say his last name, except for the word elf was in it, so it's really cool. It's like elf. <laughs> I just tried. Damn it. Okay. Anyway, this guy's got awesome music, and uh, so I wanted to support him, so he sent us a ton of MP3s. They're really good. Uh, he goes by composer named Moist. Uh, enjoy this music as it will come in behind the uh, mashup that uh, C-Squirrel Run has done. So, now, Wheel of, Mora- uh, Wheel of Morality. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the Tell lesson, us that, the we lesson that we should learn. Oh, I just Let thought of it. <laughs> I know what I'm doing.
You've got one, so I don't. So I'll go last. Okay. I started off with Palsy, 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 Palsy Emergency. I seem to have lost the paperweight. Okay. Wow. <laughs> that was wacko. Come on, this is Wheel of Mer- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Maybe I'll keep looking for the dumping grounds because it sounds like that flopped. Oh, there it is. Someone else go. Okay, I'll go. Um, the eyes are the windows to the soul, but the zipper is the window to the underpants. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. I still got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I got nothing. If April showers bring May flowers, what do May flowers bring? June bugs. Um, that was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> There's another one we had in here. It says, when you encounter blue toilet water in the morning, this is a sure sign that Lady Luck is on your side. Or at least waiting outside the stall. You know what that means? So it could be misfortune. It means nobody's been in that toilet today since it's been cleaned. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Oh, uh, How about this? The fox. The fox smells his own hole. How's that? That's what you say after someone says who farts. <laughs> These are all bad. <laughs> it should just be us laughing. All the bad. That's what the real reality this week should be. Uh. <laughs> the wheel of morality this week, I think, is that toilet humor is still funny, even when you're old, uh, that old. <laughs> I don't know. Should we conclude it there, or do you guys want to take a shot? That's the moral of today's podcast, is the toilet Agreed. humor is always funny, okay. regardless of how old you are. Everything everything comes back to poo, eventually. <laughs> Instead of scrub song, everything comes down to poo. Yeah, it is, I think. It's, yeah, it is. No, I know it is. I'm just trying not to sound like a huge nerd, that's all. Oh, okay. I thought that was the point of this show, was to sound like a huge nerd. You know, you do make a valid point. We are on a podcast about a video game, so I should just give into it. Yeah, podcasting Mm -hmm. is bad enough, but about a video game that doesn't even exist yet. (laughs) (laughs) So what are we? Uh, Making rainbows. We're the Duke Nukem of podcasts. Forever. We should start a Duke Nukem Forever podcast, too. Hey, we're so good at making podcasts about games that don't exist. We're talking about the one that will never exist. <laughs> so, guys, Duke Nukem Forever. should exist. <laughs> and that would be it. That's all we would talk about. That's going to be a cool game when it comes out, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's all we got. <laughs> I'll hand the show off to Uriah once I'm too old. <laughs> and he'll be like, I'm doing what Daddy does. <laughs> I'm recording like Dad. Okay, guys. Well, that, that's been great. Um, I have been Ryan Seacrest. Someone else go. I'm Chaz. I've been Tasha. I'm Cat, not the secret agent. Qatar. (laughs) (laughs) Or we could just go with Qatar, yeah. I've been Qatar. We'll just cut all that middle part out. I love how we end it with I've been now. I'm not anymore. Yeah. Just for this hour today. (laughs) I'm going to turn off the revelation. Be my real self. Time for the weekly mashup. This is where we play you the best bits from previous episodes because you were too busy. A. Acting as matchmaker for Karen and Gwen once again. B. Building Tyria in Minecraft. C. Choosing which of the three tuxedos you prefer. They're all just so different. D. Dealing with your mouse infestation in the middle of a vanquish. The Wheel of Morality's for me, and I don't. E- I didn't even think of one. Shite. Sign outs? Oh, hi, I'm Ryan. I mean, bye, I'm Ryan. Guild Wars accounting. <laughs> oh, jeez, yeah, um, yeah, jeez, I don't know, um. 
<laughs> what are you going to do? Run a marathon? <laughs> Why do you need to stretch to talk? Yeah, except for his underwear was wet after that. And people kind of do the crazy eyes like, what? <laughs> the only reason I ever use click to move is so I can spam click the ground really fast so my dude looks like he's an epileptic fish. It's good times. Other than that, it's no use to me. <laughs> I'm contributing to the pink mass blob in here. And that raises awareness. Attacked by this big pink blob. Oh my god, what's it doing to me? I got a cold now. This just in. A potion did it. And they gave me codeine. It was great. I was all... I was loopy for a week. <laughs> so that is a very different philosophy from a lot of other MMO developers who are like, We've got rainbows! When really it's just a cardboard sign. Yeah. I hate words like that. Those portmanteaus that suck. It's the reason why I'll never make a podcast that ends with the word cast in it. There's not... I'm, crap, I just took a shot at guild cast and... So if you bring in elementals, make sure and tell him to heal. And if he says what, say get out of here. Wait, wait, wait. You mean you don't like women not wearing a lot with big boobs that jiggle? I don't know. I, I could go both ways. I could understand it. Just as long as there are no more ranger-specific rewards for the love of Pete. Go ahead. Ever since he's been spotted playing one, his arguments against <laughs> him are now null and void. I don't even expect my Orion Chicken to give me any plus, you know, stats. But if he does give me, like, plus 10 to awesome, I won't complain. <laughs> I just had a great idea, innovation. Okay, make a headset with a button that your tongue can stick out and touch. <laughs> so you press it. Hey guys, oh, oh crap, I just brought my tongue back in. You can't hear me. Mm, hey guys, what's this? <laughs> I'll be running around with one of those on my tiger striped char. This is your pro tip, dudes. The SOS Ritualist is pro. Tip. <laughs>